Holidays bring up all these feelings around food. You might previously have some trauma or discomfort around this time. You might have to see different family members that you'd rather not see, but you are put in environments that are different, uncomfortable, and awkward. You might also be challenged with food that is not normally around, which you might like to eat and really want to eat, but struggle with feeling overwhelmed, worried that you are going to overeat or feeling guilty around this food. If you are listening to this podcast and you're currently on the post-op diet modification, then it may be a hard time for you as well. Being on the puree diet when everyone else is eating your favorite Christmas lunch is definitely no fun. But remember, there is light at the end of the tunnel. Today, I'm going to be discussing how to manage holiday eating without a serving of guilt. Let's get started. Welcome to Reverse the Post-op Regain podcast. I'm your host, Saraya Nikwan, a weight loss surgery dietitian, and I am excited that you're here today. This podcast is for anyone struggling with nutrition and weight years after bariatric surgery. You might be feeling confused, overwhelmed, and not quite sure what your body needs after that first year post-op. This is where I can help you. Join me every week where you'll leave supported and motivated to take the next step in your nutrition journey. Thank you for being here with me today. Now let's get started. The holiday season is upon us. It comes around every year and for some reason it always catches me by surprise when I see the decorations up in the shops. Oh, it's almost the end of the year already? How did that happen? Needless to say, it can be a speed bump in managing your weight regain journey. Today we will discuss some strategies to help you navigate the holiday eating. Firstly, holidays such as Christmas Day and Boxing Day with the rest of the extended family where you might have that extra lunch only come around once a year. You might see family members that you haven't seen for a while, and it is a good opportunity to connect. However, it can also be that tumultuous time where you struggle with conflict, and I'd encourage you to set some boundaries about how and often you interact with those people if they are not your supporters of your journey. Episode 7 may be helpful or seeking further support with a therapist. Secondly, the food that is often served at these occasions over the holiday season are not usually bariatric friendly. I wanted to discuss some strategies that you can use while socializing this season. My first strategy is to be mindful and mentally prepared. You will be challenged at any social event. Have some kind of action plan going into it. I would suggest figuring out the time of the event and then accordingly plan your meals for the day around it. Skipping meals in any form will only increase the overeating and grazing on that day. This is the opposite of what you may be trying to achieve. A satisfied stomach means that you have more mental awareness to make better choices. So make sure you do not skip breakfast or at least the first meal of the day. It doesn't have to be quote unquote breakfast time. Ensure that you start the day with at least 20 to 30 grams of protein and fiber. For example, a couple of eggs with 30 grams of cheese and as many vegetables as you can tolerate. A protein smoothie made with protein powder, fiber powder, spinach cubes, frozen fruit, and even a quarter of a cup of oats. A protein bread toast with one egg. Maybe you could spear some avocado on that. Or you might like to have just a protein bread toast or two slices with a quarter of an avocado. Or Greek yogurt, up to 170 grams serving, and a quarter of a cup of protein granola and fresh fruit. 
starting your day right will help you feel in control and empowered to make better choices when the social event comes around later that day. Next, do not go into the event on an empty stomach. If it has been four hours since the first meal or the last meal that you had, make sure that you have a small snack such as 30 grams of nuts. And I also like to mention that this is a closed fist. So if any of your nuts are peeping out, put them away and a piece of fruit. You've got the balance of the nuts, which have protein, fat, and fiber, and then a piece of fruit, which is a good source of energy and carbohydrates to really keep you full. You've got cottage cheese on crackers as another snack option, cheese and crackers, a piece of fruit with some nut butter, Again, trying to make it carbohydrates with some good fiber, and then you've got some fats and protein to keep you full. And lastly, some homemade protein balls. Any of your quote-unquote normal or usual bariatric snacks would be a good option here. If you get to the event and you're already reaching for that, oh my gosh, give me any food now stage of hunger, aka a one out of 10 on the scale, it's a recipe for disaster. You're not going to be able to make a considered choice of that meal unless you have extremely good restraint, which often isn't the case when we are starving. Once you get to the event, have some water or beverage of your choice. We will discuss alcohol in the next episode, but staying hydrated with water will reduce the risk of dehydration. If you were dehydrated, that would be another reason or ultimately increase your cravings for that delicious holiday food. Drinking enough fluid in the lead up to and after the event will help you stay on track and help you manage any fluid changes that are a result of the salt that is often served on the day of the event. Ideally, choose sugar-free, caffeine-free drinks to keep you hydrated and keep you away from that dehydration zone. I hope you've been enjoying the episode. I wanted to take a moment to let you know about my free three-day meal plan with recipes to get you started taking control of the weight regain. Head to the link in the show notes to access it. Now, let's get back to the episode. Another strategy is to grab a plate or have a glass of water early on to avoid socializing empty-handed. People or hosts may be less likely to serve you something if you already have something in your hand, such as food or drink. When it's time to eat, scan your food choices. Try to be aware of the choices that there are available and don't be anxious. You are in control. Take your time to assess what food is being provided. Try pick your protein food first. Identify those protein-heavy dishes available and fill your plate with half of that before the other items. Then does your plate need color? See if you can add some vegetables to your plate. Not only will this positively help your bowels, but will help you keep you full due to the fiber content. If you would like, you know, you could have a bit of carbohydrates as well, whether it's potato salad, pasta salad, corn, roasted potato, or a piece of bread. But try keep that to that really small section on the plate as to prioritize the protein and vegetables first and then the carbs. We've all run into a family member or a friend at a holiday gathering whose main mission seems to be encouraging others to eat, eat, eat. Although it is a well-intentioned gesture, it is important to know that your job is to eat to help you feel your best and not eat to make other people happy. If there is a food there that you cannot resist, e.g. dessert, don't completely deprive yourself. If you would like and you really craving and would like this food and you are being mindful of 
You could consider sharing this food with a friend or a family member, or pick a couple of bites of each of your favorite foods. Remember, the pleasure comes from eating in the first two mouthfuls of whatever food it is. So if you're having chocolate cheesecake, eat those chocolate cheesecake mouthfuls really slowly so that you can savor the taste and enjoy it. Make those first two mouthfuls count because you'll feel more satisfied from that rather than trying to gobble it down and then you wouldn't even remember what it actually tasted like. We will discuss mindfulness in our next episode. Usually, and more often than not, there are leftovers at these events. There is often an unsaid desire to eat whatever you're given as leftovers because you don't want to waste it. Remember, you and we are not part of that clean plate club membership anymore. Only ever eat until you're satisfied. It is the one time of year that you can eat these really fun foods and holiday foods that you don't normally see day to day. So do enjoy it and only eat until you're satisfied. It's never any fun when you get to the I am way too full stage because it puts you in a negative thinking pattern. So it's one time of the year, enjoy the meal, eat it slowly and enjoy the environment in which it's served and then try go back to your usual eating habits the next day, the next meal, as soon as possible. Continuing to maintain your usual healthy habits over the month and the week will help you sustain that solid foundation to help you feel your best. When you do that, we don't need to worry so much about one off meal compared to all these other meals that you do really, really well. I like to liken it to saying that, you know, there's 21 different eating occasions per week, three meals a day, seven days a week. So what's important is, is that you don't beat yourself up for one meal that was unplanned or you enjoyed, or you just took the reins off a little bit. What really matters is the overview of the rest of the week. So it is important to eat regular meals. Avoid skipping meals because there's no way you can quote-unquote save calories for treats. Your body still needs nutrition, even if it's the holiday season. If you do skip meals, remember, it is easier to overeat at those occasions, and so it's a bit of a double-edged sword. If you feel or felt that you didn't master these strategies at your last social event, don't despair. You really can try again. You are not a failure. It is all a learning experience. Failure is a learning experience. Take a lesson from it and work on it in the next time you go to a social event. Remember, we don't want to join the diet cycle again. It's all about improving, learning, and being that 1% better than yesterday. Guilt is a feeling, and like blame, it's a dead-end street. Too much guilt can turn into shame. Shame is how we start to feel about ourselves. Life is short and you deserve more than living in shame. I'm proud you've got to the end of this episode. It can be a bit of a heavy topic to discuss, but just take one strategy with you to the next social event and remember, enjoy the social atmosphere and enjoy the food. Food is only one aspect, but the main point of these gatherings is to enjoy the company you are with. Have a lovely rest of your day and I'll see you next week. Thank you for joining me on Reverse the Post-Op Regain podcast. 
If you would like to learn more about what I do, head to at the Bariatric Collective on Instagram or Facebook or visit us online at www.thebariatriccollective.com.au. And reach out if you need support reversing weight regain or anything related to bariatric surgery. I'd love to hear from you. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I'd love for you to take a moment to review the show if you found it helpful or share it with a few friends. I look forward to chatting with you next time. Thank you.